What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode two of Sports Betting with Kofi, and we are closing in on real football. Two weeks away from tonight, opening night for NFL with the Bills going out to LA to take on the Rams. And we have college football this Saturday, just two days away, kicking off at noon Eastern, and there will be games throughout the day. So make sure you tune in. Episode three will air tomorrow morning. That's going to cover some college football futures plays as well as betting previews, picks against the spread, pick them, player props, parlays, teasers, over-unders, team totals, all the action you're looking for. We're going to take a look at the games, see what makes the most sense, and put together some plays to help you guys profit this weekend. But today, we're talking NFL football. And that's what we were talking in episode one. If you missed it, episode one, two weeks ago, go check it out. The podcast is new, but get back there. We gave out three team totals, three player props, and then a couple of preseason plays, which I never advise on betting on preseason football, but I know you guys do it anyway, so I want to help you out and give you information where I can. But the team totals and the player props, real deal, one unit plays, although one of the six plays we gave out on episode one is a jackhammer. Jackhammers are our most confident plays. You can double down, you can triple down, you can bet whatever the fuck you want on these plays for a reason. So if you missed episode one, go check it out, get that jackhammer play, lock that in, and come back for this episode, episode two. We are going to take a look at some more team totals. We have three team totals for you today, then we have two division winners one air quote underdog and one air quote dark horse ironically they are in the same division but if either one of them comes out of the division on top we will profit and if the dark horse comes out then we profit in a big way so stay tuned for that and then lastly we are going to dive into the future of fantasy football it is DraftKings rainmakers if you don't know what it is i'll tell you all about it if you already know what it is you can still tune in because i'm going to go into some of the different strategies that you can take for this season so looking forward to it let's get right into the team totals All right, we are going to get into our team total section, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify or Anchor FM or your favorite podcast app. We are getting into the team totals for episode two of Sports Betting with Cove. And first up, we have the Buffalo Bills. Line is set at 11 and a half. They went 11 and six last season. There are some experts out there who are predicting the Bills are going to put together an undefeated season. And I'll be straight up, I do not expect that to happen, but I do think that they will win at least 12 games this year. So good value on the over at 11.5 over at FanDuel Sportsbook tonight. They had the number one defense last year, allowing 18 points per game, and had the number three offense last season. Well-oiled machine, Josh Allen, more Josh Allen, and some more Josh Allen. Expect more of the same this year, but let's take a look at the schedule and go game by game, look at the results, and see how we are going to get to this over 11.5. So starting up, week one, going on the road in two weeks from today, two weeks Week one, banner night at Rams. I have the Bills going in and winning. They are currently favored in that game. I have them winning that one, 1-0. One oh. Week two, home versus the Titans. See them winning that game, 2-0. Oh. 
Week three, going down to Miami. They always talk about people going down to Miami and playing in the heat. It was not a problem for the Bills last year. They won that game 35-0. I have them winning that game to move to 3-0. Week four, going into Baltimore. I think that's going to be a hell of a game, but I have them winning that one, 4-0. Then they come home week five, taking on the Steelers. Got them winning that one, 5-0. So you guys think, oh, here we go, undefeated. Nope. Week six, going into Arrowhead to play the Chiefs. I have the Bills losing that one. And I just have flashbacks to the playoff game last year, the shootout. Hopefully the game this year is as fun as that one. Hard to live up to that one. But I think Mahomes gets the job done again, gets Josh Allen. So the Bills fall to 5-1 and one for their first loss of the season. But conveniently, the following week, they do have a bye week to rest up, recharge, then we get on to week eight against the Packers. They're home in that one. I have them winning that to move to six and one. Week nine, go on the road to play the Jets, who I don't think are going to be a very good team this year. I have them winning that game to move to seven and one. Week 10, have them home against the Vikings. I have them winning that game to move to eight and one. Then week 11, home against the Browns without Deshaun Watson. Have them winning that game to move to nine and one. Going on the road to play the Lions, that game could be an absolute rout. I think the spread could possibly be four touchdowns in that game, and I think the Bills would still cover it. So they win that one, move to 10-1. and one. Then they go on the road, Week 13, against the Patriots. I have them winning that game in Gillette. They won in Gillette last year, 11-1. Week 14, they host the Jets. have them winning that one to move to 12-1. So there you have it, Week 14. They go over 11 and a half with four more games to go. Solid value on the over at 11 and a half, but let's finish this up. Week 15, home against the Dolphins, win 13 and one. Week 16 at Chicago Bears, win 14 and one. Week 17 at Bengals, Monday Nighter. Fun fact for you, the uh, Bills are two and four on Monday Night Football since Josh Allen was drafted. Following that trend here, I have them losing in a tough game. Should be a good game against the Bengals, but they fall to 14-2. and two. And then Week 18, who knows who's going to play. They're going to have pretty much, I would say, the number one seed in the AFC wrapped up at this point. So probably won't see a lot of the starters. Depends how the Patriots are sitting in the playoff picture here. But I have the Bills winning this game in Week 18. To move to 15 and 2. So a lot of value on over 11 and a half. Get over to FanDuel Sportsbook and get in on that one. Next up in our team total segment, we have the Dallas Cowboys. Over 10 and a half wins at plus 105 odds over on FanDuel Sportsbook. They went 12 and 5 last season. They had the number one rated offense, averaging 30 points per game, and the number eight defense, holding opponents to 21 points per game. Their defense was better at certain times than others last season, but I do think that they will be solid again this year and finish top 10 in both offense and defense once again. So let's take a look, go game by game, rapid fire, and see how they finish up and get to that over 10 and a half wins. Week one. They host the Bucks. Sorry, Tom Brady's getting you every time. Dak Prescott, loss, 0-1. Week two against the Bengals, home, win to move to 1-1. Week three, go on the road to play at the Giants, easy win. They move to 2-1. Week four versus the 
Washington Commanders. Hey, we can, can actually call them something now. I have the Cowboys winning that game to move to 3-1. and one. Week 5, going on the road to play the Rams. I think there will be a lot of Cowboys fans in attendance, but I have the Cowboys losing that game to fall to 3-2. and two. Week 6, going on the road to play the Eagles. I have the Cowboys losing that one, so 3-3. Three and three. Week 7, going up against the Lions. Easy win. Anyone who plays the Lions, it's going to be an easy win this year. 4-3. and three. Week 8 against the Bears. They win that one, move to 5-3. and three. Going into their bye week in Week 9, rest, recharge, go up to Lambeau in Week 10, and lose to the Packers to fall to 5-4. and four. So sitting at five and four through 10 weeks, probably not feeling that good about over 10 and a half, but here's where the schedule lines up nicely for the Cowboys. They're gonna go on a significant, uh, successful winning streak here. So they go on the road to play the Vikings, got them winning that to move to six and four. Home against the Giants, got them winning that, move to seven and four. Home against the Colts, have them winning that to move to eight to four. Home against the Texans, easy win. Moving to nine and four. On the road against the Jaguars, chalk up another W, 10-4. Home against the Eagles, had them losing earlier in the season in Philly, but at home they get the win to move to 11-4. Week 17, going up to Nashville to take on the Titans. That'll be a good game. I do think the Cowboys will win that one to move to 12-4. and And then Week 18 at the Washington Commanders. Who knows how the positioning will stack up in the playoffs and what the seeds look like at that time but i would say the cowboys will probably be resting some starters so let's say they lose that one and finish up the season 12 and 5 value on over 10 and a half at plus 105 over at fanduel sportsbook that's what we're going with there wrapping up our team total segment here on episode two of sports betting with cove we are going with an adjusted team total but I am absolutely smashing this one. You can probably see the memorabilia in the back and you can probably figure out who my favorite team is and where I'm from. So this one is for me. This is gonna be a big bet for me. I'm gonna put $2,000 on this. So there is some juice on the line at minus 195, but I'm going with the adjusted team total for the New England Patriots over seven and a half big. So risk 2000, win 1,025. Mac Jones won 10 games as a rookie last season. I know there's been some reports in camp that the offense doesn't know what they're doing, blah, blah, blah. Well, he's, he's got Devontae Parker. He's got Hunter Henry, who he got better with uh, down the stretch last year. Kendrick Bourne, a couple other guys, depending on how long Thornton's out, fastest guy in the NFL draft. So Mac's going to have weapons. I think the defense is going to be solid. There's plenty of experience of guys playing together there. I love the Patriots to go over seven and a half. I just don't think Bill Belichick, I can't see him finishing with seven or less wins. It's just hard to see. I know Tom Brady's off into the sunset down in Tampa Bay, but there's a lot of talk about Mac Jones taking a big step in year two. So let's take a look at the game by game results and see how we're going to get to this over seven and a half. So week one at Dolphins, go ahead. Yep, Robert Kraft's at the, the rub and tug massage parlor. Let's take the L there. Start 0-1. Week two on the road against the Steelers, win 1-1. One one. Week three home opener against the Ravens, win 2-1. That's going to be a great game. 
Week four, go out to Lambeau Field, take on Aaron Rodgers, have the Patriots losing that game to fall to two and two. Week five against the Lions, easy win like we talked about in a couple of the other team totals in this episode. Got them winning that to move to three and two. Week six, they go on the road to play the Browns. No Deshaun Watson. I have them winning that to move to four and two. Week seven, home against the Bears. I have them winning that to move to five and two. Week eight, at Jets. Got them winning that, six and two. Week nine, Colts. Matt Ryan comes to town. Hey, Matt Ryan probably will have a fourth quarter lead. And what does he do with those? He usually blows them. So I have the Patriots winning that one, seven and two. Going into the bye week, to this point, the schedule is very favorable for the Patriots. So going into the bye week in week 10, we would already be at 7-2. and two. We need one win after the bye week to hit the over on this adjusted team total, and we're going to get it in week 11. Home against the Jets, win 8-2. Week 12 at Vikings, Thursday night game, weird game, loss fall to eight and three and then things get a little ugly over the next the next month or so so the lose at vikings to fall to eight and three home against the bills got them losing that in week 13 fall to eight and four then they have two west coast games in a row probably stay somewhere out there but still i have them losing both of those so week 14 at cardinals loss fall to eight and five week 15 at raiders loss fall to eight and six Week 16 versus Bengals at home. I have them winning that to go to 9-6. and six. Week 17, home against the Dolphins. We have them lose in Miami, but I think they'll get the win in Foxborough in Week 17. Probably some cold weather for the, the Dolphins coming up from the sunshine in Miami. So win, move to 10-6, and six, and then Week 18 against the Bills. Who knows who's going to play in that game for the Bills. Bills will probably have the number one seed wrapped up at that point, but I have the Patriots losing that game to fall to 10-7. and seven. So as you can see, I'm smashing the adjusted line over 7.5. The regular line is at 8.5. I do think there's value there, but I, if you're betting something big, which is what one of you asked for in this episode, I would suggest Patriots adjusted line over 7.5. Absolute smash. Max bet, whale play, double jackhammer, triple jackhammer, whatever you want to call it. I'm confident in putting a lot of money on over seven and a half wins for the Patriots this year. All right, next up, we have a request from Tommy B for a division underdog. So my interpretation of a division underdog is a team that's not listed as favorites to win the division, who I think will win the division. So we're going out to the AFC West, and we're going with the Los Angeles Chargers at plus 240 over on FanDuel Sportsbook. So in episode one of the podcast, we ran through the schedule game by game. We have them finishing the season 12-5. and five. The AFC West is going to be a very competitive, if not the most competitive division this year. Chiefs are favored to win it, but the Chargers realistically should have swept them last year. They had a defensive breakdown in overtime to allow Tra Travis Kelsey to score a 34-yard touchdown to win the game there. And I remember that because we were on the Travis Kelsey player prop that night. 
but Tyreek Hill is gone. And it's not that I don't think Mahomes can get it done now that Tyreek Hill's gone. He's got guys that he can plug and play with. And I trust the skill set with Mahomes that he's going to be able to get the job done with whoever he has. Still has Kelsey and other weapons. But I just think that with this division, the way it's going to play out, it's going to be very competitive. And just the wear and tear, I think it's up for grabs for anyone, really. Um, but we'll get to that in a second when we talk about the Dark Horse. But let's talk a little bit about the Chargers, what they have going for them, and why they should come out of this division and win us the plus 240 odds. So Justin Herbert is favored to have the most passing yards in the league this season, and I think he will. I think Josh Allen will be right there with him, but I do think Herbert having the better conditions all year will allow him to win the passing crown. So this Chargers offense was ranked fifth in the league last year, and I do think they'll take a step forward. You got Keenan Allen. You got Mike Williams, who I love as a wide receiver too. Love Mike Williams. You got Austin Eckler, one of the top fantasy running back producers out there. He gets the job done. And then I love the signing of Gerald Everett as a uh, receiving tight end. So Herbert has the weapons around him to go out there and lead the league in passing, and that's going to lead to a lot of points and a lot of wins for the Chargers. Now, on the flip side, a problem for them at times last year, most of the time, was defense, but they go out and they make some splashes in the offseason. They bring in J.C. Jackson at cornerback, who finished last year ranked second in the league with eight interceptions, and then they traded for Khalil Mack, who we all know is an absolute beast. Um... So you have Mac rushing the passer, floating balls up, and then we've seen the playmaking ability of J.C. Jackson. So I think the defense will take a step forward, and with how good this offense projects to be on paper, the Chargers should be able to go 12-5 and and come out of this division and win us the plus 240, whatever you're putting on it. Risk 100 to win 240, risk 1,000 to win 2,400 is what it is. Now, another question that came in was like a dark horse division winner. So still an underdog, but I guess like a super underdog with bigger odds. But for that, like if you're going to go with a dark horse, why not just go with a team that wears a dark uniform? So that's what I'm going to do. We are going to stay right here in the AFC West, and we're going to go with the Las Vegas Raiders plus 700 odds right now to come out of the AFC West. And, I mean, why not? They made the playoffs last year. They went 10-7. and seven. They got in, beating the Chargers in that final game. Um, or it's like fucking weird shit where, like, if they just would have tied, then... The Chargers would have got in, but then the Chargers tried to get cocky, fuck shit up. I, I forget how it all played out. But um, something with a timeout, all that. But, yeah, it was fun. Anyways, I think there's potential here, you know, for the Raiders to have a record better than 10-7. and seven. Their win total is at 8.5, but I think there's good value at plus 700 on them to win this division just because of everyone beating up on each other all year. Um, we've seen Derek Carr. He is a stud. He brings in Devontae Adams, who, in my opinion, is the best receiver in the league. They got a new coach. Josh McDaniels comes to town, an offensive-minded coach. So I think that's going to work out well for Carr and Adams and everyone else in the Raiders' offense. Um, and they just seem to find a way to get it done. So I think there's good value there. 
it's time to talk about the future of fantasy football. That's right, and it is Rainmakers Football presented by DraftKings. Build the ultimate fantasy franchise with digital player cards licensed by the NFLPA and compete for a share of over $1 million in cash, experiences, merchandise, and more. Every week of the NFL season, build your team and play. Build the ultimate fantasy franchise by collecting player cards via pack drops, auctions, or shopping cards in the marketplace. And then once you build your collection, you'll be able to compete in no-fee weekly fantasy football contests, complete season achievements, and climb the franchise score leaderboard. If you've ever played Madden Ultimate Team, it's very similar to that, where you are building your collection of players, and then you will be able to enter contests based on the collection of players that you have. There will be different tiers to the contest. So you're going to have your core tiers, which those would be the most common cards. Then you'll have your rare, which would be the next step up. And then you get into the top three, which are elite, legendary, and rainmaker. And just to put it in perspective, there are only eight cards for each player at the rainmaker level. So you need to have enough cards at each tier to enter a contest at the tiers. I know it sounds a little confusing, but let's say to get in a core tier tournament, you need to be able to field five players of five core cards at least. Um, to get to the rare tier, you would need five players with rare card tier status. Elite, you need five elite players, legendary, rainmaker, and so on and so on. So it's going to be the easiest to put together a ton of lineups at the core level and probably the rare level, but it's going to be more difficult to work your way up the ladder and get to the elite and legendary and, of course, the rainmaker status, which is if you get there, you're going to be in position to win the world championship, which has a grand prize of $250,000. So to get started... Pretty easy. All you got to do, go over to DraftKings, Rainmakers, sign up, and you get your first player pack from DraftKings absolutely free. A player pack comes with a random set of cards, but it will give you what you need to get started, and you will be eligible to enter your first contest for week one. You can then check out the marketplace and build your team from that point if you choose to. If not, that's fine. There's going to be people who have different strategies. Some people are going to take the money ball approach where you're looking to get good value on low-cost players. Not put a whole lot of money in, but try to get players that you think are going to succeed and perform well on the field and get you fantasy points. And then on the other side of that, people are going to invest and continue to invest and just build massive collections which allows them to play in more contests which is going to probably revert to them winning more money as the season goes on the way i look at it is you're not paying to enter each contest each week like you would if you were playing standard daily daily fantasy in the past this year really you're putting your money in to get your players but that is getting you the ability to buy into these contests as the whole season goes on. So if you are going to take the money ball approach, that's cool. Get your players. I would suggest targeting a few guys on the marketplace that you can get on the cheap. And hopefully they perform well for you. If you're going to invest, I suggest investing early because the longer you wait, the less return on your investment you're going to get. So let's say you get your starter pack. Let's say you go ahead and get one of the random packs that has an elite or legendary card. So you, you put some money in to get one of those. 
But then you kind of sit back and you don't really, you're not active on the marketplace. And then you decide in week 10 of the season, hey, you know, I really like this. I want to try and catch up to these other people in the standings for the season long or really want to get involved. Then you're buying players that you're only going to use from weeks 11 to week 17. Whereas if you invest now or in week one or two of the season, then you're able to have those players at your disposal to use all season long. So that's what I would suggest. Think about how you're going to play it, how much money you're going to commit to putting in for the whole season. And then if you are going to invest, go in early, get your players and get in as many contests as you can possibly get in every single week. And hopefully that will be a good strategy to win you some money. If you're taking the money ball approach, there's a couple ways you can win. So some guys are going to take the money ball approach, get in contests, and just hope to win every week, but they might not be able to compete with some of the guys who are investing in uh, larger collections and are able to field more competitive teams. However, on the flip side, there's a whole another way you can win money here, and it goes to the marketplace side of this where you could get a player on the cheap in week one or week two of the season. Say you get a player for like, five bucks on the marketplace that player turns into an absolute stud and then you can flip around and sell that player on the marketplace for like 50 bucks so then you get a 10 times return on your investment that's another thing that's going to be fun here is having the marketplace and seeing how players go uh, what price points the players go for so they're, they have history, so you can see what a player is originally bought for, what he's listed for in the auction place, what he sells for, or um, all of the current listings. So you can see the different prices. If you go on there right now, you can see some people have players listed for as low as 10 bucks, and other guys are listing them for like 80 or or $100 for one player. So people are trying to feel it out and see what they can get. To give you guys a little example... Um, I went on, I put my 50 bucks in, I got my starter pack for free, and then I've made some moves on the marketplace. So I was able to secure Devonte Adams core card, Josh Allen core card, Jamar Chase core card, uh, Najee Harris core card, Alvin Kamara core card. So I have a good collection of players already at the core level. But the strategy I'm taking is I'm trying to work my way up. I'm trying to win some serious money this season. So I will continue to build my collection. And I am eyeing some of the tournaments at the next level. I'm trying to get some rare cards so I can get into the rare tier tournaments for week one. But as the season goes on, I really do hope to get up to the elite and legendary levels. And if everything goes as planned, get up to that Rainmaker level. That's the goal. Get to that world championship. I don't know if... I'll be good enough at that. I know there's going to be a lot of other people who are investing a hell of a lot more money than me, but I'm going to do my best. Um, if you get in tournaments early, you win early prizes, you can then reinvest that money to get in bigger contests week after week and kind of work your way up. Get players at low value. Once those players turn into studs down the uh, down the road, then you can turn around and sell them for more money. So there are different ways that you can win money in Rainmakers. It's going to be fun. The roster configurations are going to be crazy to see what people come up with. You're going to have quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, 
and defensive players and kickers. So tons of different roster combination possibilities. It's going to be fun to see some of the winning lineups week after week. But that's kind of me rambling. Um, As far as the marketplace, a success story that I have so far, I was able to get a Christian McCaffrey core card superstar status, which you are only able to put one superstar in your roster per contest. Different that goes along with the different requirements. A lot of people love McCaffrey. He's a fantasy beast when he's healthy, but for me, I have seen the injury history with him over the last couple of years. He's been out most of the season. So I went ahead, I got him for $9.99. I turned around and I sold him on the marketplace for $25. So two and a half times my money right there. And then I reinvested that in another random player pack, which I got a few more players out of that. So, um, yeah, that just kind of shows how the marketplace can all work, but it's going to be a ton of fun. Another strategy that I was thinking of is building a, an absolute powerhouse. And the way we would do that is if we pulled co sports nation together, we all invested in a team and we connect every week. We get on Google meets, zooms, whatever it is. We, and we keep track on the podcast and we just talk about, hey, you know, what lineups are we going to do this week? How much is this guy putting in? How much is this guy putting in? How much is this guy putting in? What should we invest in? And that would give us a significant advantage over some of the other guys who are playing alone. I don't know if DraftKings is going to crack down on stuff like that. I think they will. But at first, I mean, I, I don't know how they're going to determine who is teaming up so to say so if it's something that you guys are interested in i will put it out on the table send me a dm let me know if you want to get involved um but that's just one idea i had i haven't started it already i haven't talked to anyone else about it yet but just an idea i had looking forward to it but that is the future of fantasy football DraftKings, rain makers should be fun and another good thing about it is they have said that All of the players that you have in your collection for this season will also give you some sort of value next season. So your value is going to carry over. You might not be able to keep the players and use them for contests next year, but they have said that there's going to be some sort of value for those next year. So you're really investing in your players, building a franchise. You can either have a high payroll, low payroll, Everyone's going to have their own strategy, or you can team up as a powerhouse. So we'll see how it plays out. Check it out. Let me know if you guys have any questions. I am still trying to work my way through it and familiarize myself with it, but I have a pretty good grasp on it at this point. So if you do have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. You know, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram at KOF Sports, or you can always email me directly at KOF at KOFSports.com. All right, guys, that's going to do it for episode two. I appreciate you all tuning in. As always, whether it's on my social media, this podcast, the YouTube channel, the free picks email list, or of course, the VIP picks, my goal is always to one, entertain you guys, and two, provide information that's going to help you be more successful betting on the game. So if I was able to provide you with some information that you felt was helpful in this episode today, I would ask one favor of you, and that is to go out, tell your buddies, tell your family about the podcast. 
I really want to grow the audience. So any help that you can give me by spreading the word, posting it on your social media or just word of mouth, letting your buddies know in a group text or whatever, anything you can do to help me grow the audience is greatly appreciated. And now I have to just read a couple of promos by the sponsor of the program, Cove Sports. Get on the free picks email list if you're not already on it. You can get on that by checking out my Twitter. There's an easy pin tweet. Go up, subscribe, or you can go over to coastsports.com, subscribe to free picks email list. Pretty simple. Now, if you want to take it a step higher than that and get more than three free picks a week, you can join up, get in on the VIP picks membership. We provide three to five plays per day, more on Saturdays and Sundays in football season, which is always our best season. We have gone 60% or better in our NFL picks for the last five years. So looking forward to another successful season and you can get your first VIP membership for 50% off right now. Go over to coastsports.com and enter promo code football season, spell the season S-Z-N. So football S-Z-N, get 50% off your first membership. Once you see the value that I provide in every single pick, you see the effort, you see the time that I put into these and provide the picks every single day. I've been doing it every single day since 2015. The dedication and hard work that I put in really translates well and the results speak for themselves. So check it out, 50% off, it's on the table. That deal is going to be open until the day before opening night. So you got two weeks to get in on that and then it will be full premium pricing because it'll be NFL season. But There are the promos. Once again, guys, really appreciate you listening in. Don't forget episode three for college football coming out tomorrow. And then going forward, we'll have two more episodes next week. Thursday will be NFL. Friday will be college. And that'll kind of be the cadence for the whole season. There could be some other smaller episodes on Sunday mornings, Mondays for Monday Night Football. But the primary episodes is going to be two per week trying to keep them between a half hour and an hour. I know you guys aren't going to listen to me ramble for more than an hour ever, if that. So the goal is to get you guys that information, entertain you guys, and then get you on your way. So looking forward to it. See you guys tomorrow for episode three. Thank you for listening. Hit the hashtag. Hit the retweet. Cove motherfucking sports.